1: It's Friday. I'm Leslie Marshall. Good afternoon and welcome. Welcome back. Only true democracy in talk radio of for and by you, the people in this hour. We have uh, somebody joining us for the first segment wide open telephones coming up uh, after the break at eight, 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 six, Leslie, eight, 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 six, five, three, seven, five, four, three. And then talk media news joining us at the end of the hour. Our guest uh, right now is Maura Carlson. Maura is Managing Director of Health Policy at American Progress. And in this capacity, she plays a leading role in American Progress health policy development and advocacy efforts. She's authored and co-authored work published in the New England Journal of Medicine, JAMA Internal Medicine, U.S. News and World Report, and The Hill. Her work covers a range of topics, and that includes Medicare and Medicaid payment reform, health care transparency, and trends in employer-sponsored insurance. And she's also testified before the U.S. Congress. Now, prior to joining American Progress, she was an attorney with the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services Office of the General Counsel. She knows her stuff with regard to health care and certainly with regard to legislation and even the legality surrounding it. More than a pleasure to have Maura Callison joining us. Maura, good afternoon and welcome.
2: Thank you so much for
1: having me and thank you for taking uh the time right now there i think for eight years there's been a push uh i call it an obsession uh by republicans to dismantle and to get rid of obamacare perhaps just because it, you know, of the man's name that's attached to it uh we do know that obamacare has done some good and definitely there are some tweaks and we see by polls the american people don't want it thrown out uh, they just want it tweaked, it would seem, the majority of those, regardless of, of their ideology. Um, so first of all, let's talk about facts, because we have a lot of fake news, as the president likes to call it.
3: We And a lot, sure of, do. <laughs> and a lot of
1: fiction surrounding uh, the current plan. Is, is Obamacare, the Affordable Care Act, as disastrous as Republicans want people to think, you know, acting desperate, you know, speaking throughout the hours, even offering free waffles uh, if they could just get through their, uh, you know, replacement or tweak of this plan?
2: No, it's absolutely not. They are very, very good at cherry picking, um, stories to fit their narrative. But on average, you know, almost, um, over, uh, 20 million Americans have gained coverage. And, um, you know, there's a wide variety of benefits that I think a lot of people don't even realize, even if they're not buying, um, coverage through the marketplaces or through Medicaid. Um, right now, what what I'm hearing is there are a
1: lot of things that people like uh, in the Affordable Care Act, and some of those things, uh, at least some Republicans, are willing to keep. Just uh, for example, somebody with a pre-existing condition. But Trump Care, as they're now calling it, uh, the replacement plan that Republicans are are, are speaking about. It it looks good on paper, that portion of it, which is that, you know, hey, if you have a pre-existing condition, just like with the Affordable Care Act, with Obamacare, you can't be turned away. But if you read the fine print, that's not true with the Trump Care plan, is it?
2: No, not at all. Um, It replaces the individual mandate with um, essentially uh, a sick tax of 30%. So if you lose your coverage for more than um, a small period of time, you can then be charged a to 30% more by your insurer. So it really, um, it, it, it does not provide the same incentive, and it also just really penalizes people who cannot afford coverage. And their plan will make coverage far less affordable for millions and millions of Americans.
1: Let's talk about costs, because Republicans are big on the economy and on cost, and Americans are as well. And there are people that complain that with the Affordable Care Act, Obamacare, that insurance premiums rose. And they did in some states on some of these plans. But when I looked at my own plan— uh anthem blue cross which was before the affordable care act legislation was passed uh, there were huge uh you know anytime hey because it's tuesday in the month of march uh increases and that would really kind of be the uh excuse if you will for it by uh, blue cross so first of all um are the increases in premiums off the charts with Affordable Care Act? Are they on par with what they were with insurances before, or even uh, better? And what are we looking at as far as our own out of pocket with this new proposed plans that Republicans are mulling over in Washington right now?
2: That is a lot to unpack. I will start with the premiums. Um, it's just simply not true that the premiums have spiked more than um, they were prior to the Affordable Care Act. The Affordable Care Act is also blamed for a large number of um, premium increases for all sorts of different um, people with an employer-based insurance, meaning you get your insurance through your job. And that's just really not the case. If you look at the overall trend, um, the premiums are actually um, lower than they were expected to be um, under scoring, um, basically figuring out how much a bill is estimated to cost when it was passed. I think the other thing that's really important to remember about the Affordable Care Act, and I'm going to mention this because it's one of the key reasons why the replacement is just—I hate even calling it a replacement—so inadequate—is that um, for low and moderate-income Americans, there were tax credits. There are tax credits available under the ACA that are linked not only to people's income but also to the cost of insurance. Um, that's no longer the case under this under this um, oh Trump Care bill. In, and in that case, you just have flat tax tax credits not pegged at all to how much it costs to purchase insurance. Um, some of my colleagues have done a really um, horrifying, well, it's a great analysis, but the results are horrifying. Um, when, you have, when you take the premiums plus tax credits plus your various out-of-pocket costs, and by that I mean um, your deductible, your copayments, coinsurance, things like that, the cost for an average enrollee um, will increase by about $1,500 if the plan went into effect today. Um, in 2020, when it's scheduled to go into effect, it would cost the average enrollee in the marketplace $2,400 more. And that's as good as the news gets because if you are between 55 and 64, you're looking at like a five dollars to $6,000 per year increase under, under their quote-unquote replacement plan.
1: And when we look at, you know, just a checklist of who's affected or really impacted um, by repealing this uh, legislation, um, let's talk about a segment of the population, many of which voted for the president, and many of which Republicans say the Affordable Care Act hurts. But repealing it actually could hurt them more. And I'm speaking specifically about small businesses, uh, farmers. Uh, people who are uh, self-employed. And when we look at that, what is it, 20% of them are covered under the exchanges, which translates into several million people.
2: Yes, yes, absolutely. I mean, the the ACA is great for entrepreneurship. It really um, allows people to not have to worry about getting insurance and keeping jobs they might not necessarily want to keep. Um, Just because of insurance, you're able to um, find lots of people who have been able to leave jobs, you know, build their own businesses, um, and they're able to purchase insurance through the exchanges. Um, Just, I think the other thing um, that you mentioned was people who have the most to lose with this bill. As I just mentioned, um, people who are on the older age, uh, older working side age, so those who don't qualify for Medicare yet, um, they are going to stand to lose the most with tax credits. And then when you combine that, with um with the higher cost of premiums in many rural areas you have rural older americans who are really going to be hammered by this and that's the exact same demographic of people who voted to uh, by the way, when Electrum, we, ta-
1: when we had talked about uh, pre-existing conditions, uh, I forgot to mention we were talking about approximately 127 million people. Um, let's yes. talk about seniors. But your first point was people who are not yet seniors, like 55 to 64 year olds. They're going to see their rates increase dramatically, even if they're healthy, by an increase of 10 percent or 10 times. Excuse me, not 10 percent, 10 times uh, or more. Uh, that that's incredible, especially when you're headed into your golden uh, senior retirement years. Correct.
2: Oh, absolutely. It's, it's really, this is a plan that um, takes from the old, I don't want to say old, takes from older people and takes from the less wealthy and gives it to younger, more wealthy individuals. So, um, I mean, it's, just, it's, it's really, I mean, if you think about the demographic group that really overwhelmingly supported Trump over Clinton, bill just hammers that um, constituency, and I think that a lot of people are beginning to realize that.
1: I want to talk about that constituency, but more to the seniors again. Uh, Mm -hmm. Donut hole. Uh, The donut hole was the money that was saved by beneficiaries of Medicare on prescription drugs from the Affordable Care Act. Am I correct in that? And if so, I believe the numbers, uh, the analysis is that it was $2,000 that beneficiaries uh, for Medicare would save uh, with that donut hole being closed, correct?
2: Yes. Um, their their quote unquote repeal bill actually does keep the donut hole closed. Um, they really do pick and choose what they think is most politically um, popular about the law. So, for example, the pre existing condition piece, the donut hole piece, um, and just really um, slash other parts of the program that they think are that that may not be as popular, or I don't I would argue not even as popular, but a not as well known, or b that are necessary in order to have some of the um, better pieces of the law in there.
1: Let's talk about Medicaid expansion. That, am I correct in that, might impact the most people, because there's an estimated 30 million people uh, with individual policies that are part of the Medicaid expansion that will lose those. And certainly there were some Republicans, because there's three groups, Republicans that like this plan, Republicans that say repeal entirely. This is not good enough. And then there were those that say, wait a minute, in our state, we have millions um, on this Medicaid expansion. We we need to do better than this. Um, would you say that's the majority of people that right away would be impacted and would lose uh, once the new plan went into Effect in the expansions, the Medicaid expansions would just cut off um, that these people would be left without coverage.
2: Um, in most states, yes. Um, the issue is it, it sort of depends on what their timing is, whether or not they um, implement their changes in the marketplaces first or Medicaid expansion. Um, there's talk now that they might that some of the very hardline conservatives in the House really object to even letting the Medicaid expansion go on until 2020, which is what's in the bill right now. If they want to cut it as of 2018. So that would mean that people who um, who were on the bill, I'm sorry, people who were on Medicaid as of December 31st would be able to stay on Medicaid expansion, but everybody else is going to be kicked off and you can't enroll.
1: Um, I want to talk about that, too, because, uh, you know, one one of the um, things that comes up on this show, and I've heard come up when I'm on television, are individuals who have drug uh, disorders. And there are approximately 2.8 million people who are covered. Will those people lose their coverage with the repeal?
2: Well, I mean, yes, many of them will. I think there's another really important part to um, talk about with that. The Republicans would repeal Mandatory, um, Medicaid coverage for those types of services. So even if states continue to cover some of those people, they might not be receiving the same, um, benefit package of benefits. So, you know, it's a one to hit A, um, coverage and then B for people who remain in the, in the plan, they may not actually have access to those services. Um,
1: I, I want to talk. Uh, and I, I want to talk about those who have mental uh, health disorders. Mm-hmm. If you, could, uh, you know, over a million uh, people are those people going to lose their coverage as well? I guess what frightens me is they don't have coverage to get their meds. But hey, they can walk into a shop and buy a gun.
2: <laughs> yeah, I mean it, it's no laughing matter. Um, it's really, really horrifying. And, and again, the number of people who are going to lose coverage and their um, specific characteristics that really depends on um, what state they live in, what coverage type they have, their income, their age, but there are absolutely going to be people with mental illness who are going to lose their coverage and, you know, who knows what the results are going to be, but it's not going to be good.
1: Uh, so much to talk about. And let's talk about vets, because these are some of the vulnerable, right, that there are some in the Republican Party and certainly the majority of Democrats and many voters that are worried about uh, those with mental illness, uh, seniors, uh, those with chronic conditions. And, of course, veterans. Uh, this, um, my understanding, repeal would lead to a 42 percent reduction in the in in the uninsured rate that will be reversed. Am I, am I correct in that? Am I not explaining it Right. Um, that is, that
2: is for vets. Yes. That's that specific demographic group. So explain what, uh,
1: explain a little more detail what I just said in a better and more eloquent manner. <laughs> I mean, no,
2: no. Um, no you covered it correctly. I mean, I think that a lot of people think that just because you are a vet, that you automatically can receive care through the VA, but that's just not true. Um, those are specific, um, you know, there's specific requirements there to qualify. And, um, for many, many vets, especially those with, um, with post-service mental health issues, um, you know, with all their physical needs, really have relied on the ACA. Um, and they are pretty vocal in their opposition to the, this new proposal.
1: I, I really liked having you on today. I think it's your first time, and we'd love to have you back again. Uh, follow American Progress on Twitter at Amprog, A-M-P-R-O-G. The website is AmericanProgress.org, and you can check her out. Maura Carlson, Managing Director of Health Policy there at American Progress. Thank you, Maura. I'm Leslie Marshall. Quick break. When we come back, we open up the phone lines. Pick up the phone and join us. You know, some people were, if you like your plan, you can keep it. Well, now, if you do like your plan, you're screwed. It's coming. I'm Leslie Marshall. Let's talk repeal. Let's talk replacement. Let's talk Republicans. Let's talk Trump care. Let's talk Obamacare. And let's talk your opinions on it right here on your talk show of Formed By You. Pick up the phone to join me. 888 6 Leslie, 888 653 7543.
0: Life, liberty, and the pursuit of truth. The Leslie Marshall Show. Give her a call now at 888 6 Leslie.
1: Welcome, welcome back. Only true Democracy in talk radio of four and by you, the people. Pick up the phone and join me. We are talking about health care. And, you know, I don't need to go through a whole thing you just heard from a guest. The bottom line is some people say Obamacare is disastrous. Republicans will say that. But the weird thing is that town halls, even those who voted for Trump are saying, wait, 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 get your hands off my health care. And the statistics just don't bear out some of the accusations. One, there were an increase of premium at a higher level before the Affordable Care Act, one of the reasons the president and Democrats wanted to put forth this health plan. Part of the problem was they did jam it through and fast, and Republicans are making that same mistake with this, quote, repeal, which really isn't a repeal. It's exactly what I said and predicted it would be. It was taking Obamacare, keeping some good things, changing a few of the things they think are bad, and renaming it. And that's exactly what it is. So for those of you who voted for Trump and wanted repeal and replace, that might anger you. Pick up the phone and join me, 888-6-Leslie, 888-653-7543. Let me ask you some questions. One, I know what the polls say, but I care about you, my listeners. What do you say here at our show, a family here at the Leslie Marshall Show? One, would you rather leave Obamacare, the Affordable Care Act, as it is? And the reason I say both is when people are polled, they don't always know it's the same thing. In other words, the Affordable Care Act is more popular than Obamacare, and it's the same damn thing. It's just some people don't like the name attached to the latter title of that. Would you rather leave Obamacare, the Affordable Care Act, as it is, replace it with Trump care, or have Congress work to improve the current legislation Obamacare, the Affordable Care Act. Follow me again. Leave it alone, replace it, or tweak it. Fix it. 8886 Leslie, 886537543. It's very easy. Do you want to leave the Ob- Ob- Obamacare, the Affordable Care Act alone? Do you want to replace it with Trump Care? Or do you want them to improve upon it, tweak it, fix it? 888 6 Leslie, 888 653 7543. If you want to adjust the current system as opposed to fully repeal it, what changes would you like to make? What changes would you like to see your legislators a uh, tweak and fix. eight 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 six Leslie eight 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 six five three seven five four three. And as we just mentioned with our guest, Trump care literally takes from older and poorer Americans and gives that money to who? The wealthy. With the changes in the health insurance program. talking health care talking obamacare the affordable care act the republicans wanting to repeal it some saying hey replace it and some saying hey not so fast there's some stuff in here our constituents like and we want to keep our jobs by the way that's all it's about isn't it it's not about people it's about politics republicans their party and republicans keeping their jobs and if you don't believe me Donald Trump said, if you don't pass this bill, Republicans, I'll let Obamacare stand and let Democrats take the blame for the disaster they believe it to be. That doesn't if you really believe that a health care plan that helps millions is a disaster or will be a disaster, then you don't want to help those people. You just care about winning, just care about whose name's on it and who got the check mark in the column for health care legislation, a Democrat or a Republican. And by the way, that's not what the people sent Donald Trump to Washington to do. They sent him to create jobs, which Trump care would not. And by the way, the job losses they thought would come from the Affordable Care Act hasn't happened. You see the jobs report today? Oh, and I know you Trumpkins like to give Trump credit. I said it before, I'll say it again. I said it on TV this morning and yesterday. During the first quarter of a new presidency, it's usually the predecessor's either um, fault <laughs> If it's bad, or credit if it's good, the economy that is and job creation. Let's go to the calls, and uh, I want to ask you uh, once again because I've got a few questions here. Eight 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 six Leslie. Eight 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 six five three seven five four three. Obamacare, the Affordable Care Act. Leave it alone. Replace it with Trump Care, or fix. The way it is now, whether you rename it or not. 8886 Leslie, 8886537543. Now if you want to adjust the current system, as opposed to fully repeal it or keep it the way it is, what changes would you make to Obamacare, to the Affordable Care Act? What changes would you make or recommend your legislators make? 8886 Leslie, 8886537543. Trump care literally takes from older and poorer Americans and gives that money to the wealthy via changes to our current health care system. And wouldn't you call this Robin Hood in reverse? I mean stealing from the poor and giving to the rich? Eight 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 six Leslie, eight 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 six five three seven five four three. The biggest doctors groups in the country. The American by the way, when Republicans say doctors like this. No, they don't. What do you think the American Medical Association is comprised of? Physicians. The American Medi- My husband's one of them. The American Medical Association came out against House Republicans' health care bill uh, day before yesterday, warning that it would result in millions of Americans losing coverage and benefits. And they're joined in opposition by the American Hospital Association, also the AARP, the American Pediatric Association. I could go on. And they're most concerned about those vulnerable patients. People are very sick, very poor, are very sick and poor. Eight 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 six leslie 888-653-7543. Are you surprised? By how many important nonpartisan groups are coming out so forcefully against Trump care? 8886 Leslie, 8886537543. And are you surprised how bad the GOP's plan is after they've had eight years to come up with an Obamacare replacement? 8886 Leslie, 8886537543. And why the damn secrecy? I do not agree with Rand Paul. I think I've agreed with him once, maybe twice over the past ten years. But I had to laugh. On Twitter, when he'd be like, Where's the bill? Where's the bill? Like, like you know, seriously, like a scavenger hunt. I'm like, ser- Sometimes I wake up and I can't believe we're living in real times because it's almost like a bad sitcom, our government. 8886 Leslie, Eight 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 six five three seven five four three. And I'm going to play uh, uh, audio a little bit later. We're going to get your take on that. Uh, from uh, my home state of Massachusetts, and somebody I think would make his ancestors proud. But first, let's go to uh, my proud listeners here on the Only True Democracy and Talk Radio. Eight 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 six Leslie. Eight 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 six five three seven five four three. Let's start it out with Joe on line one in Tucson, Arizona, listening to twelve ten a.m. on the radio. Hey, Joe, how you doing? Good afternoon.
0: Hey, Leslie and the crew over there. Uh, you know what? I, I am so sick and tired of this hashed over. Uh, I've been a Democrat since the Reagan years, 86, if you want to be. Throw a number on it. Uh, but you know what? I, I am sick and tired of this uh, Democratic Carrying around this old heritage foundation, this Republican turd that's just been, you know, pulled out of the microwave. I'm sick and tired of this crap. I'm sick and tired of the pussy-ass Democrats that won't stand up. Medicare for all. Is, is what people want. And when they jerk around and they don't stand up for, you know, they bring uh, Republicans, you can like them or hate them, but they don't really lie to you. They don't tell you, hey, you don't have money. Oh, well, they'll tell you right away, we don't like people that don't have money for the most part. They're not going to stand up for people who don't have money. Uh, they, they, You know, it's not a surprise when they, when they blow out all these tax credits to uh, the wealthy. But, you know, you look at the wimp, Democrats. Uh, and they, I don't even know what they stand for. And in fact, I'm really worried because when I listen to the brain dead uh, you know Tom Perez and this whole crew of corporate uh, Dems, this is how we got here. This is the schematic we used. Well, but wait, and, wait 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 a minute. Okay,
1: Keith Ellison would be of the mindset of you. And Tom Perez and he are working together. Part I don't disagree with a lot of what you're saying. I don't agree with hundred percent of what you're saying, but one thing what I do, do, do I, one thing one thing I do know that you're rhetoric leads to is the exact reason donald trump is president and that's the di- wait 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 that's the division in those who are for the most part like-minded for example i'm married right and my husband and i don't agree 100 percent of the time if you're looking for somebody you agree 100 percent of the time you're never going to stay married and, and if you want to get married my point being that to have a successful partnership and that i mean all areas of progressive liberals democrats green party whatever anti-trump people okay um, we, you know, whether whether we we need to push for Obamacare was just the beginning, just like they say, Trump Care, you know, this is the first phase. And oh and by the way, and by the way, Democrats wanted single payer. They couldn't get it. And they couldn't push it through, if you will. And this was what they Harry ended up with. I'm sorry.
0: Harry Reid said he had all the votes
1: for single payer. I don't agree with that. You bet. Why? I, I don't agree with that. that.
0: OK, go ahead. You, you keep on.
1: Well, I don't agree with that. I don't think he had the votes, because if he had the votes, that's what would, they would have well, put for I, I don't know why he
0: would come out and say something like that when it's such a contentious thing. But Well, you know, well excuse when got me. Republican, like me Republic,
1: are, everybody who runs for president says they're going to win. Why would they say that? I don't know. Why do people say things? Why do people tweet at 3 a.m. that the former president wiretapped their phones? A lot of people right, out there but, say a lot of things. Leslie
0: Leslie, your, your push for incrementalism, uh, you know, it's kind of like um, uh, we-
1: I'm not pushing for incrementalism and I, I really can't stand what people try and think for me or speak for me because I never said that and I don't think that and I don't desire that. No, no, no. You know, I also uh, but I, I also am not going to sit and go backward in time. we got to go forward. And right now we have a majority in the House and we have a majority in the Senate. So the Democrats are very limited in what they can do unless they can get Republicans to work with them to preserve and fix what is. Otherwise, this is entirely gone. And just in repealing it, not replacing it even, just in repealing it and making changes to it will hurt millions of people. We need to put our differences in our politics aside. If If you're a true progressive, a liberal or a Democrat, any of those, then you care about human beings. And, and that all of those groups care about human beings. Fight for the underdog, okay? And that's one of the reasons I am all those three things. But we're not fighting for the underdog if we're, if we're so concerned about not just titles, but our differences and splitting hairs and insulting one another like Tom Perez. Tom Perez is one of your hopes for the future, like it or not. You can either stay home again and give Trump four more years in 2020, or you can say, you know what? We're going to work together to change this.
0: No, no, actually, you know what, that that's um, we got to start somewhere, Leslie. And I'll tell you what, if, if we keep showing up to these uh, these knife fights, bringing spoons and books as Democrats, um, you know, this is exactly the, the wipeout results that we get. We can't be surprised. Well, no, 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 no. I
1: disagree with you. I would agree with you like hey, they have knives, we bring knives, but it's not about the knives, the spoons or the forks, any utensil. It's about showing up. Let me give you an example. Yesterday, uh, Tuesday, excuse me. We had a local election here in Los Angeles, a county election, okay, for um, county seats and for the mayor of Los Angeles, the second largest city in the United States. Now, you have seen millions internationally of women march, hundreds of thousands of people march for all various things, climate change, science, immigration, uh, Muslim ban, the list goes on, right? We had the lowest voter turnout in the history of a mayoral race, in Los Angeles, California, two days ago, and the people are saying, what the hell happened to the protesters? So let me add to your little knife and spoon and fork thing. If you show up, whether you have a knife, a spoon, or a fork, to the protest, and you don't show up to vote, it doesn't matter what utensil you're carrying what weapon you're carrying all right thank you for your call 8886 leslie 888-653-7543 susan's online too in albuquerque new mexico listening a kbqam 1350 hey susan good afternoon
3: hi um i just wanted to point out that part of the problem with the um the, the, the republicans are pushing about the uh, affordable care act is that the Uh, premiums kept going up, but they don't, but there hasn't been enough publicity about the fact that the Republicans were the ones who uh, sabotaged it by doing away with the risk corridors, which gave the insurance companies protection for several years while they were ramping up the programs, and so that encouraged the insurance companies to raise their premiums, and some insurance companies even to drop out of the exchange, and this happened like before the last election so there was a lot of publicity about
1: that problem. Um, I would I would you know it's interesting because um, well, even Donald Trump himself when he was interviewed about his you know how great he's doing, he even gave himself what a you know a, a C on his messaging. And the reason I say mm-hmm. that is I'm, I'm not a Trump fan but I do think Democrats really sucked on their messaging. And I don't just mean oh, in the agree. election but I, I think with the Affordable Care Act with Obamacare, even the former president did. I think people were very right. confused and not being united, not being certain, and trying to rush, which Republicans are learning is not the way to do it. Helped the Republicans. We gave that. We gave them. We gave them fodder. We gave them material to work with, and it was successful. Mm-hmm.
3: Great, right. great. Right. And I think that you know, if if Trump decides to just let the. Um, affordable care act stand and blame the democrats then we certainly need to publicize the fact that they were that the plan was sabotaged by the republicans and that,
1: Susan I hear you again it. it's not up to us it's up to the party and, and those you know like myself you know in the media who have the ears yeah, the and the media. eyes of exactly. the people it, it I agree with you there it is about the messaging but at the end of the day Susan to my earlier point I can stand butt naked on top of the White House and paint my body with a message and have it go viral and get more exposure than ever and everybody going rah, rah, rah. You can see millions of women worldwide and hundreds of thousands in this country protest. If those people stay home and don't vote, as we saw in the last election, and we always see Democrats do in the midterm, then all of our bitching and whining, and, you know what, seriously, if Democrats stay home in the midterm, I, 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 I may just like unplug my microphone because- well, why should yeah. I waste my breath? You know what I'm saying? Seriously, why Why should exactly. Why should those of us fighting, why should those of us fighting, I'm not fighting for protests. Oh, yeah, it's orgasmic, and it gives you a, a swing. But you know what? It lasts for a moment. Showing up and voting and flipping a seat lasts for two years in the House, six years in the Senate, and four years in the Oval Office. Thank you for your call, Susan. You. Uh, let's continue. Joe is in Albuquerque, uh, listening also on AM 1350 online for Joe, good afternoon.
4: Hey, good afternoon Leslie long time. Um, I, I personally feel unfortunately that, that that we Americans haven't hit our rock bottom yet and that is the only way that, that people that sit out elections is going to learn the hard way. Um, however with regards to your question, um, I would I would um, uh, implement again the, uh, the risk corridor. I would also um, include a public option. Medicare. Give people the choice whether they want to go private or with Medicare. Because that that would be a change, um, but not like Medicare for all, which is a significant change in our insurance, excuse me, in our health care. And and, and you know what? what
1: I think there are a lot of people left and right who would like your idea. The problem (laughs) is the politics. And the problem is that Republicans say they want less government. This is a president that says he's going to drain the swamp and give more power to the states. Yet he's doing a heck of a lot that the federal government would control and is taking more control of, whether it be immigration, um, whether it be our educational system. Um, and, and certainly uh, with regard to, to health care, I don't I don't see him saying, hey, you know, power to the people is if you if I give you 10 bucks, but health care costs 25, that's not giving you power.
4: right. Well, with re- with regards to what you just said, messaging, um, again, uh, even though we it, it, we could be defeated in 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 trying to um, have Medicare as as an option, it's worth the fight, and it's worth the exposure that we we get in the short run, you know. Uh
1: huh. All right. Uh, I, I, I hear you. And, and again, we just, I, I, I don't think you, you just scrap and start over. I think you fix what you have and move forward. That's what they did with Medicare and Social Security. They're still tweaking Medicare and Social Security after nearly three decades. Let's go to Elizabeth on line five in Santa Fe. Elizabeth, good afternoon. Hi, Leslie. How are you? Good, Elizabeth. How you doing?
3: Good. I have been a long, long, long time listener of you and some of the other uh, talk show hosts at your station, and I just love it. Now my husband is listening to it as well. Oh, great. Um, yeah. Um, I I just wanted to um, share two points with you. And one, I'm not really sure because I was just listening to uh, one of your previous callers talk to you about it. So I hope you don't shoot me down right away when I say it. But um, I was listening to uh, No Man Go Man about... Um, the single payer uh, system, and that he said that a representative Mundy had explained to him a couple days ago. What he talked about, and I really, really liked the idea, and I know that that might be something that Bernie was um, uh, was campaigning with, but um, to me. Um, I'm on Medicare, and I have a supplemental insurance, and at my age right now, and my husband, we're just getting ready to retire. We're in our late 60s, and I'm physically finding a lot of um, shortfalls happening right now to me, and... My supplemental insurance um, is offered to me through my uh, government agency that I'm retired from. And so far, they, this year and last year, have held uh, the premium the same price. But I'm actually kind of afraid, afraid for us in the future. Uh, and and honestly, I'm, I'm running out of time,
1: and I want you to call me again because I'm very, very flattered by all the nice things you said about you listening and your husband listening and the point that you're making. But we are r- uh, running into the break here, and I am running late. Um, you have a right to be afraid, and I'm not trying to be a fear mongerer. I mean, you just got to look at the stats and who's going to be affected. And the demographic that you're a part of and the concerns that you have are definitely one of those boxes that are checked as to who's going to be most effective by the repeal of Obamacare, the Affordable Care Act, uh, this legislation uh, by the Republicans. We're going to take a break. When we come back, live from our nation's capital, talk media news. Former Ambassador, excuse me, um, former um, Sec- uh, Attorney General of the United States, Robert Kennedy, and former President John F. Kennedy, former Senator Ted Kennedy, be proud of their nephew and Robert's son. Congressman Joe Kennedy, here's the Democrat from Massachusetts talking about health care and calling the GOP repeal bill an act of malice.
5: Chairman, I was struck last night by a comment uh, that I heard made by Speaker Ryan where he called this repeal bill, quote, an act of mercy. With all due respect to our speaker he and I must have read different scripture. The one that I read calls on us to feed the hungry, to clothe the naked, to shelter the homeless, and to comfort the sick. It reminds us that we are judged not by how we treat the powerful, but by how we care for the least among us. Mercy. Defined in purely secular terms, it's compassionate treatment for those in distress. It's kindness, and it is grace. There is no mercy in a system that makes care a luxury. There's no mercy in a country that turns their back on those most in need of protection, the elderly, the poor, the sick, and the suffering. There's no mercy in a cold shoulder to the mentally ill. There's no mercy in a policy that takes for granted the sweat, the tears, and the sacrifice of working Americans that they shed every day so that they might care for their family's basic needs, food, shelter, health, and hope for tomorrow. There's no mercy that 2.6 million expired. people will lose their job if Obamacare's appeal. This is not they're, an act of mercy.
0: The now recognizes the lady.
1: I thought that was extremely powerful. And by the way, it is accurate. It is accurate. Um, For those pro-life Christian Republicans, what would Jesus do? He would tell you to give a Syrian refugee your bed and you should sleep on the couch or floor. To take your bread and to cut it and share it as he did with the loaves and the fish. And he definitely would tell you to care for the sick. That's a responsibility, not just as Americans, but as humans. I'm Leslie Marshall. I hope you'll join us on Monday. Have a wonderful weekend. Thank you to Marky Mark Romaldi, my executive producer, and all those that make this show possible, especially you. Follow me on Twitter at Leslie Marshall, and be sure to catch me tonight on the first 100 days at 7 p.m. Eastern on Fox News Channel.